0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Tooth Doctor podcast, the show where I talk to people from around the world in different healthcare professions. I'm your host, Dr. Dylan, a general dentist based in Ontario, Canada. Joining me for today's episode is one of my best friends, the great future Dr. Spencer Ashby. Thank you so much
1: for being on the show, brother. Uh, you can go ahead
0: and introduce yourself to the listeners.
1: All right. Uh, well, thanks, Dylan. It's it's good to be here. My name is uh, Spencer Ashby. Like you said, I'm a third year medical student going into fourth year. Weeks actually um, just based out of London, Ontario here where I was born and raised and going to school at Western University. So it's been a good couple of years and almost, uh, almost finished at med school soon. Almost
0: there. So let's begin the show. So Slen, why did you decide to go into medicine?
1: Yeah, so this is, it's a tougher answer for me than some people. Yeah. Uh, I guess to trace it back, I started off in kinesiology from an undergrad. I love playing sports growing up, and, and that's actually where I met Dylan. We were in first year together in kinesiology at Western here. And after doing a couple of courses in business just in first and second year, I, I really enjoyed it. So this is kind of another thing to touch on. I was in business school actually afterwards, in third and fourth year, and I graduated undergrad with a business degree. Uh, yeah. After that, I, I still had a, a hint that I wanted to stay in medicine. I really enjoyed the science behind it, the physiology anatomy behind medicine. And I really just couldn't see myself doing anything else. I love the uh, the combination of both the the science behind it, the research behind it, but also having kind of face-to-face interactions with patients. I think that's really rewarding as well.
0: Awesome. So yeah, you touched on this, but you went to business school. So I kind of wanted to both degree. Um so can you talk about how like business school was like similar and different to like medical school or so far how you've experienced it?
1: Yeah. So it's interesting because I find business in a lot of ways is similar to medicine like I won't be professing to be like an expert in business at all because I've only I just done a, a degree in it I haven't really worked in the real world too much but um, a lot of the times there's a lot of different facets of business we learned about so finance marketing uh, like everything all in the name of accounting uh, strategy communications That's all kind of encompassed in one grand term which would be business Medicine's similar to that in that there's so many different specialties that you have to touch upon throughout medical school. Uh, right now, I'm in my, my clerkship year, which is our third year where you're in the hospital the entire year. And essentially, you rotate through all the different specialties uh, of medicine. So I've been delivering babies for a couple months. I've been in family medicine practice in the community, uh, been involved in surgeries in the emergency room. You kind of get a taste of everything. And, and that's what I kind of related to my business experience, where you, you do get a taste of everything. Um, and then eventually, if I stayed in a career in business, I'd probably specialize in a way in something that I was interested interested in. And similarly, when you do a residency in medical school, it's more that way too. Uh, obviously, the differences between medicine and business are, are pretty vast. Like the science behind it is something that I had to catch up on when I yeah. got to medical school, understanding like the anatomy that, that I hadn't touched upon since first and second year. Um, and then a lot of the different, you know, really interesting parts of medicine I enjoy is just understanding the, the physiology behind the human body, how everything interacts together. It's a lot of different things compared to business, but uh, it's been a good challenge for me to kind of work through it.
0: So could you see yourself maybe down the line owning like your own practice one day with like the business,
1: like stuff that you learn at Ivy? Yeah, so I, I think I, I, that's what I'm... I'm kind of grasping at the moment is where I see myself in the future. I think my knowledge of business has helped me in some ways. And uh, some of the projects I've been working on, a couple of my supervisors were working on a new educational project for student residents. And they're wondering if, because I had a business degree, if I could help them with like their cost analysis and understanding how cost effective their programming was. So it's helped me in some ways like that. I could see myself incorporating, you know, what I know and what I can kind of keep learning in business into, into medicine not sure exactly whether I'll have my own practice or will I be helping out with uh, things in the hospital yet, but you know, it's, I'm kind of open to anything.
0: And like when you were like looking into medicine, were you also considering uh, like other career paths, like within healthcare or just even outside of healthcare?
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I've, I've actually my entire life been fairly open to everything. I like to keep my options open, which is a problem and a blessing <laughs> at the same time. So when I when I went to business school, I was trying to find a reason why I wouldn't want to go into medicine, essentially, because I like business. And mm-hmm. obviously, medicine's a long commitment. I always had it in the, in the back of my mind. It was something that interested me, but I was trying to find something else that might interest me more, essentially. So a lot of my colleagues, they went into accounting, finance, consulting, and after kind of seeing the tra- tra- career trajectory, oh my gosh, I couldn't, I stumbled that a little bit. But their trajectory of their careers was different. So they, they went down a path that I didn't really see myself going in. And then I thought, you know, maybe medicine's just something I'm going to stick with. I'm committed to it. I, I really enjoy it. And it's kind of worked out so far. Obviously, I'm not a practicing physician yet, but it's been really good so so far in school.
0: And like during undergrad, because we did like um, anatomy together, like cadaver anatomy. Did that like help a lot? Like while you're in like your first or second year of medical school? Because like when it I was did, in medical school, yeah. like we had cadaver anatomy. And then like I was one of the few people in my class who had that experience from Western. And, like, it was such a, a blessing, like, to have, like, oh, I've done this before. I've seen my body, like,
1: before or whatever. So, was that yeah, helpful? For sure. And it touches on to the kind of the challenges of me uniquely being in the COVID kind of class. We started med school in 2020 during COVID. And a lot of it was online. And the fact that I had done that anime course with you before, Dylan, was, was huge when we actually got back into the lab. Because a lot of my classmates weren't necessarily comfortable with a lot of the kind of in-person, like, hands-on aspects of medicine. Mm-hmm. And just understanding that kind of basic bit of anatomy. I forgot most of it, but that's how I got yeah. there. But it came back quicker, I think, just because we'd already done that class. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so now that you're
0: entering your fourth and your final year of medical school, if you could go back in time and like, what's one piece of advice that you would tell like first year Spencer, like, you know, this is something you should know, it'll help you
1: down the line. Yeah. And I think I touched upon it a little bit when we talked about my like future plans and always keeping things open. That's something that I've always done. And I think in my first year, if I were to kind of talk to my first year self, was obviously when you're like looking at different specialties, because I'm hoping to apply to residency soon, I guess, in the next year. Yeah. Obviously, you want to make sure that you're enjoying the specialty that you're in. You kind of enjoy the bread and butter day to day activities that you're kind of involved in in that career. But I think it's also important to look at your supervisors and the people in that specialty and see if you can see yourself in them. Because I, I think this applies to really any career, but you can really enjoy the work. But if you don't look out 10, 15, 20 years and be like, wow, do I want to have a life similar to that person? Yeah. Is that something that I would enjoy? Is that something that I could kind of balance my life with? Like, what do I want to achieve? I think it's important. And that's what I'm kind of looking at right now as as where I want to be in, in 10, 15 years and not just like all of us who go into school and in professional uh, education, you always have that next hurdle you're hoping to achieve. But mm-hmm. it's harder to kind of like take a step back and look at what you really want to do with your life essentially.
0: That's a unique perspective. Like I've not heard
1: of like look at it in the way of like, oh,
0: you're somebody, you're somebody that you know and it could you be them like one day. Like if you see yourself, that's interesting. But you're you're right about tunnel vision, because I had that a lot, not so much in my class, but I've seen this like a lot of say on like Instagram where somebody's like first day of dental school. I want to be like an orthodontist or I want to be like an oral max of facial surgeon. Like you haven't done one minute of school like how can you have like you have no knowledge about this so you're basically just ignoring all these other great things that are out there that you maybe actually might enjoy more you don't know until you experience it right so yes keep your keep it your options open and be open-minded so not, that's great advice spencer um now that you've done some rotations uh, like in your clerkship year what specialties have kind of like stuck out to you and like what have you enjoyed the most so far
1: yeah, I think that's been a tough question for me to even answer yeah. myself. I liked everything, so yeah. I walked in. The first rotation I did was pediatrics, mm-hmm. and I actually was a lifeguard uh, before going to medical school. I still am a lifeguard. I teach swimming lessons with little kids, so I loved it. It was really fun. Um, mm-hmm. You get to see these kids as they're improving, as they're getting healthier. Obviously, there's some sad situations, but you can be a part of the difference in, in these little ones' lives. I love that. And then I went right onto surgery, and I thought this is so cool as well. Like I'm actually allowed to be involved in surgery. I'm helping out. Uh, you can see the direct impact of exactly what you're doing yeah. two hours after the surgery is done. This person is essentially on the road to recovery most times. Right. So just to get down to the bottom of it, I liked every rotation I was on. Um, so I'm a little more than others, but I think for me, I've, I've liked a broad spectrum of things and I can see myself more into kind of primary care practice. I like uh, being kind of GP family medicine as well as emerge is really interesting as well. So I kind of like a taste of everything so far. Awesome. Well, I'm interested to see what you
0: end up choosing a year from now, but so when you're not studying, and when you're not like in medical school, like what kind of things do you like to do? Like, what do you enjoy doing and how do you maintain like a healthy balance in your life between like school and like your hobbies and passions?
1: Yeah. So, well, as, as you know, Dylan, I I like playing golf we play we play golf when i can uh, when i can find some time we uh, we try to get on the golf course together we play for a number of years now um in the winters i like playing hockey skiing snowboarding uh, when i can my parents have been getting into pickleball and like tennis so trying those as well so i'd like to stay active like i said i we started off in kinesiology so doing those things um and then on like a friday night going on the movies if i can uh, always fun just to stick kind on of get out of the house and, and be with friends and family and I guess to the second part of that, like the balance, I, I think it all depends on where you're at in your life. And I've just accepted that there's never going to be like a perfect 50-50 balance between, okay, I have, this is my work life, this is my home life. Uh, it just ebbs and flows, right? So some weeks you're going to put more time into school. And then other weeks when you have more time off, you can enjoy the things uh, you like to do. But I feel like the biggest thing I've tried to focus on is just not getting stuck into either one of those things. So <laughs> just enjoying my hobbies to the point that I'm neglecting school. Or to the point where, like, I'm only ever doing school and never finding anything I enjoy, because I feel like that's when you start getting drained, you get burnt out.
0: Yeah, and I think it's when you notice, like, so, oh, I, I don't it know, I don't know if I love this as much, because if you're just all you do is study, and you don't leave your room, you just tend to feel like, oh, that's, like, you just get associated, like, oh, studying and medicine or whatever it is, dentistry, like, this is not fun anymore. Versus, like, if you, exactly. like, you study, and you go do whatever you want, and you come back to it, there's, like, everything, like, or big Star Wars, Star Wars, but there's balance, you know. They gotta need balance. so it's balance it's in
1: great. the force. Exactly,
0: right? Yeah. Um. So I want to learn. Well, I, I know quite a bit about you anyway, but uh, so for the listeners, what's
1: uh, what are three fun facts about you, Spencer? So I, I uh, I'll have to rack my brain on these. I guess thinking back to the golf perspective. So we play golf together. I actually had a hole-in-one when I was 16 or 15 years old. So that is like my peak golf moment ever. It's just been downhill from there. Um, That was the the (laughs) most fun golf fact I have about myself. Uh, Thinking back to high school, this is a really interesting thing. One day I just decided to learn like the digits of pi. So I just memorized like 50 of them. And now I just, I can remember them. I don't know why it never, never left me. So it just kind of stuck. So uh, I could toss that out whenever uh, somebody asked me. And then I guess the third one is more like irrelevant to like medicine and and meeting people because I was in the Zoom class. I was online for like my first six months. I met nobody in my class. Yeah. So it was kind of like a weird moment in time. The first time I was back, I was paired with one person for like a clinical skill session. And the girl I was paired with, we got along really well. Yeah. And we actually have been dating for like two years now. So the first person I met in medical school is now my girlfriend. So <laughs> kind of a fun and, and I guess a fact of saying like, you know what, you can you can always find time to be people you like
0: no for sure no that's that's a sweet that's a cute story like that's Uh, kind of worked out
1: for me so far no that's (laughs) great
0: um back to the golf thing like you're being too modest we played yesterday like you uh you played really really well um and then with the pie thing like man how did you know you just said i'm gonna learn pie one day like i think i was
1: just bored one day i don't i have no idea
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we we learned about our talents when we have nothing better to do yeah Exactly. Um, I think I can only know like 3.1415 and that's all I remember so the fact that you can name 50 other digits that's that's impressive. Um, No but like I want to learn more about like okay so like you obviously were in the pandemic like in school so was I but Mm -hmm. I had a little bit of different experiences I at least knew my class because I was in my second year when the pandemic kind of happened but you were in your first so like you kind of started off just obviously it was just computer was it your second year? Was that like when you guys started to be seen in person? Or was it kind of also in your first year that you got to go in person
1: sometimes? Or? So in the first year, it was after January, at least. Uh, we They kind of like shrunk it down. So I think we only had five in-person like clinical skills things because obviously you can't learn how to listen to somebody's heart and take their blood pressure on Zoom. so they had to do that but we were wearing like full PPE and everything just to to make sure that we were still safe that way so that was like five sessions total in person and then maybe a couple anatomy ones near the end of the year i think it was two or three times so i think it was like seven times total in person in the first year second year they started to introduce more Uh, i think it was pretty consistent until about like the omicron surge and i forget what year that was but i remember the omicron variant came out so we had to go back online for a little bit there but ever since second year it's been more traditionally in person with some mix of obviously some classes uh, when they need to mix it in
0: well at least you had a white coat ceremony because i remember it was delayed for you guys but it was like you still at least you got to have that Mm -hmm. for us they just I feel like they just kind of forgot about our year. Like they just and like, because like the year after, they all had theirs and we we're like, okay, like, are we going to have ours now? Like in final year when we've seen patients, isn't the whole point of like the white coat to be like, okay, like I pledged to like whatever, right? And then, you know what i think a graduation is better anyway i just want to i agree i agree out of here. so um no i yeah that's, that's great um i didn't know about the pie thing from you that's interesting um yeah. also another fun fact about spencer was that like him and his family they started a, i think it was during covid right that you guys started yeah was it was during
1: covid dad yeah, just to raise some money for i guess the story behind it is we uh we saw some activities like raise money for like food banks and, and people who are in need during covid yeah. And we were just sitting there with a lot of debt from school, and we figured we couldn't really help the donate to things, so we we got creative. Um, and if you want to yeah, finish off there, I think you're wearing the shirt, though.
0: I am wearing it. I was like, I got to wear it today.
1: <laughs> New bad, the listeners can't see it, but uh, yeah, yeah, no,
0: I always wear my Canada Courage merch no matter where.
1: Yeah, so 50 percent of proceeds going to uh, Canadian charities. Um, yeah, it's been good. It's uh, it's been a little bit of a learning experience for all of us. I'm I'm mostly on the back. And just doing like my business stuff, like the finance and accounting things. And uh, my siblings, Simon and Quinn are, are really the front uh, of it. Front
0: yeah, well, shout out to Canada Courage, uh, the best uh, Canadian brand out there. Um, thanks again for joining the show, Spencer. Appreciate you taking the time. I obviously had a fantastic time chatting with you. You can find Spencer on Instagram at Spencer Ashby. And you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Dylan Sharma. Check out previous episodes of the show on Apple's podcasts and Spotify. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you next time.